Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today and tomorrow is a two-for-one AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from David in Pittsburgh, and he has a great two-part question. His question is about the number of crowdfunding startups that have launched in recent years. And in tomorrow's show, we're going to specifically get to that part. But on today's show, we're going to look at a crowdfunding startup called Realty Share, which announced that they were going to be shutting down due to lack of funding. That Was that really the reason? Basically, they failed to secure additional funding after having raised $63 million since inception in 2013. The venture capital came from a bunch of different players, including Union Square Ventures, Cross Creek, Blue Mountain Capital, Hone Capital, Starwood Capital's Barry Sternlicht, and Chinese venture capital firm Danwon Capital. This industry really has ambitions to revolutionize finance in the world of real estate investing. So basically, the company is going to be shutting down. They're going to be leaving enough staff in place to manage the existing investments that are in the portfolio, and they've laid off basically everybody else. In a letter to customers, Realty Shares wrote, and I quote, Unfortunately, despite our best efforts, we were unable to secure additional capital. As a result, we will not offer new investments or accept new investors on the Realty Share platform. The email noted that Realty Shares will keep a team in place to manage the existing investments through the platform and the transition will have no impact on the underlying real estate investments. The company was founded in 2013, based in California, and they claim to have raised more than $870 million for more than 1,160 real estate projects. Back in 2012, the Jobs Act made it legal to advertise for private investments online under very specific conditions. There's two new regulations. There's Regulation A and Regulation CF, or Reg CF as it's often called. There are very few people doing Reg A. You can do a much larger raise. We'll actually talk about Reg A tomorrow. We're going to focus today on the collapse of realty shares. So the most common crowdfunding regulation is referred to as Reg CF, and it limits the size of a raise to just over $1 million in a 12-month period. Under this rule, the sponsors can advertise their offering only on approved portals. These portals have to be approved by the Securities and Exchange Commission. The only advertising permitted by the sponsor is simply to point to the portal. The information has to be on the portal. Uh, You're not allowed to provide any other information other than pointing to the portal. Realty Shares is one of several crowdfunding startups, along with companies like Cadre, Fundrise, WeFunder, Realty Mogul, and others that are in this space. Company's co-founder and CEO left uh, left the company back in November of 2017. A gentleman named Ed Forrest, a former executive from Cushman and Wakefield, took over as CEO as interim CEO about a year ago. The current CEO is Alexis de Belloy. He's a former vice president at HomeAway, the UK company. Here's my take on why they went bankrupt. If they needed more funding after five years of operation. And it's very simple. They were not running a profitable business. There's no reason for a company to burn through $60 million in cash in the process of raising $870 million. Yes, there's a bunch of money that went into developing the software for the platform, for the portal. But they went through $63 million. At this point, they've been operational for a number of years. 
They've raised money for 1,160 deals, and if they couldn't achieve profitability, then it's because they didn't have a profitable business model. And I think that's the reason they didn't attract funding, because investors were unimpressed with their inability to turn a profit. And you can't run a business that just burns through investors' cash and hope that investors are going to keep coming back for more. The company reported that they needed the extra funding to grow, but it doesn't ring true to me. I believe they needed the money to stay alive, irrespective of any growth. The fact that they're shutting down tells me that that's true tells me the company wasn't even close to achieving profitability. If they had, then they wouldn't be in this position. Something in the math doesn't add up. And when a company loses that much money over five years, it's because they've decided to do so. They structured the company to lose money. It's not like they intended to be profitable, you know, after a year or two and miss the target. They were planning to spend money and lose money for an extended period of time, hoping perhaps to be larger than they are today, but nevertheless, they made the decision to lose money. And when you make a decision like that, you are putting the entire enterprise at risk as opposed to making a decision to generate positive cash flow. And when you make that decision, you generate a profitable company. It's that simple. Profitability is a decision. That's why no one was willing to buy them. And no one was willing to fund ongoing operations. It doesn't matter. The business is all the same. Profitability is a decision. As you're thinking about that, Ask yourself a simple question. What decisions have I made that are potentially causing my company to lose more money than they should? Meantime, have a spectacular day. Make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.